0: Hello and welcome to the Glenn Fiddich Challenges Club podcast, coming to you from the skyline of the City of Gold. Hosted live in the world's first whisky bar in a billboard, located in Johannesburg, the Glen Fiddich Challenges Club is a space of shared opinion, views, and perspectives of success brought to you by Glen Fiddich, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whisky. Each week, we curate a themed discussion with some of South Africa's most brilliant minds, a selection of changemakers and visionaries in a forum designed to inspire, equip, and motivate the next generation. Welcome to the Challengers Club. Thank you for all being here. And I think um, just conceptually, it's beautifully put together. I mean, yes, you know, we can talk about, uh, you know, whiskey bar in a billboard in Johannesburg. But I think this is a different kind of Johannesburg. Yeah, Uh, some argue that this is perhaps the Joburg of the future. Um, because it it is the economic hub of Johannesburg, you know, Santon. so it really is beautiful um, to be here. And I think what is absolutely key is to have a real honest conversation about, you know, some of the pillars that make, you know, everyone in this room a challenger, you know. Um, And uh, I I suppose we can't get through all the themes and all the pillars and all the exciting stuff, um, but that's the idea. Because I think everybody here has has an incredible story to tell. This conversation, this discussion, this huddle is really about that. It's about a sharing of ideas. Yes, we may be at some level or the other like-minded, but we also have very unique experiences, very unique skill sets. And I think it's going to be a very interesting um, fusion um, from a discussion point of view when we challenge even some thinking in the room. Share ideas, uh, maybe similar experiences and similar stories. Um, so the theme for this particular week is uh, pretty simple. It's about purpose and it's about passion. It's about, you know, the, the the link between the two and how that fits in to your journey from where it began to where it is now. I mean, everyone in this room is a challenger. Everyone in this room is somebody who is at a certain level of what they do and they have still so much more to give. You know, you're almost at the top, but you want to give more. What is the meaning of purpose in the context of what you do? And I want I, to go to Marvin um, because I want to understand, you know, what that is to you, you know, dealing with uh, poverty and finding you know, ways to do that, and, and obviously also dabbling in other spaces as well, as well in the tech space to be specific as you do. So what is the, the meaning of purpose in in your experience?
1: In my experience or in my line of work?
0: Well, in, in your experience, and, and I say that deliberately because, because you've done so many things, are you necessarily defined by your line of work or is there something deeper to you than just this is what I do?
1: Mm. Um, I think for me in terms of purpose... I thought about it for a while. I think about it quite a lot. And when I think about what success means for me, you know, they asked Michelangelo how he created the statue of David um, out of marble. And he said, well, it's easy. I just removed all the parts that weren't David, right? And um, for me, th- th- there's, a, there's, th- there's two parts to it. There's this thing in growth where it almost feels like you're letting go of, of parts of yourself, but um, within that, you're defining yourself at the same time. And so it's it's growth, but it's also shrinking, and it's a def, it's it's a it's a definition, it's a, it's it's a refinement. And for me, I think in terms of success, I'm trying to figure out how can I unlock um, innate talents, perspective, and how can I be the best version of myself? Because I know once I'm more of myself, um, I can bring more value to other people. And there's 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 almost this freedom and 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 this this excitement of when you start to um, kind of explore different parts of yourself and interest and curiosity and when you really delve into what those things could mean for you. It's it's kind of exciting and it's probably that everyone in this room has had that feeling at a point in time where you just like, wow, this is really cool. You know, this, you, 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 there's this energy, you have, there's this enthusiasm around what you're doing and you you feel like almost untouchable. You feel, oh, sorry, not untouchable, invincible.
0: It's okay if you feel yeah. untouchable. <laughs> um, you know? I mean, if, if, if it's a genuine feeling, it's okay. And, yeah. and maybe, there's, maybe there's something else to that sense of feeling untouchable.
1: No, uh, no, because is it? it
2: <laughs> no, no,
0: let's, let's, let's put
1: that aside. But let me, let me close off by saying sure. that for me, in terms of purpose... I'm trying to figure out who Marvin is, how I can, how I can craft him, how I can bring more value um, in that space. And that's most mostly being directed around trying to solve for systematic poverty and systematic uh, inequality. Uh, Pearl, you were nodding a lot while Marvin was talking.
3: I was, I think I agreed with, I mean, some of the things that he said. Um, my mom, being the Christian woman she is, always says, when a child is born, they're born with their fists clenched for a reason because that signifies all the talents or all the gifts that are given from above when a child is born. So I think for me, purpose is what you are called to do. Mm-hmm. And you get to reach your purpose by activating these gifts that you you, you discover as you grow, as you have exchanges with people as you explore the world, as you, you open your eyes to, to new experiences. Um, I, I want to jump
0: right in there because, and I'm not, I'm not being discriminant, uh, but you've, you've quite correctly pointed out that you've, you've done a lot of things in your time on earth that you're happy with. Mm. And you've probably been through an interesting cycle in relation to this thing we call purpose. She mentions that purpose is a calling. Is it really a calling? Is it, um, and and in your experiences, how do you, how, how do you sort of describe it when you look at your own journey?
4: No, I think um, I, I, I've never heard what you said about the pledged fist. I think that's wonderful. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that in my life. That's okay. a beautiful, beautiful idea. As, you know, the, the idea, passion and purpose. You know, passion is obviously the stuff that we love, that you are just drawn to when you. You give off yourself without feeling depleted to give, right? I, f- I found that purpose is almost a, retroactive, a retrospective, I mean. I do not know my necessarily what the purpose of my presence here is up until I've gone through the night and I can retrospectively say, okay, this is what this night was about. I think we always think that we can foretell the future, but no one can. So... I want to wake up one day and the most greatest achievement of of any of my peers is what they have produced, not what they have consumed. This crazy thinking that we have in our heads that consumption is a mark of success, I want to see that far away from us. Production is the mark of success. It's not consumption, it is production. And, And that is what I would like to see happen. You have to do the best that you can with what you've got. That's, that's, and that's all any of us can do, by the way. And remember this more, you tell your children this, I tell my boys all the time, you do your best and nothing else matters. Because when you do your best, you're accountable to yourself. And you can say, I did my best. So you do your best with what you have and we wear different hands sure. in
0: life. Sure, sure. Uh, Jez, I'm gonna bring you in Your Pearl. I can see you, but I'm also curious about one or two other perspectives on this, uh, Jez.
5: So, um, it's, it's quite a topic that's extremely touching with me because a lot of people, they see me here being the whiskey superstar and everything like that. But you need to understand, um, your purpose, as you said, it's a journey. I'm a professional quantity surveyor, practiced for about eight years. I did not like it. But look where I am right now and the things that I can conduct things that I can command. So when it comes to that purpose and the passion, my passion, yes, it, it was that then because I could do the numbers, I could do everything. But you start realizing through the journey that sometimes you're not necessarily living your own purpose. It could be your dad's purpose. Because for me, it was my dad's purpose. He with, was with uh, Marine Roberts for 40 years. And he saw me as someone who could live that purpose too. But then again, you start creating a balance with, with, with
0: and, your I was about to say that because if you are living somebody else's purpose,
5: you know how do you find the passion to do mm-hmm. what as, you do? It's, as, because as you it's not inherently it's, it's, a, it's a journey. What you, you it's you about start for finding you. exactly mm-hmm. what is it that you, you like. I mean, I never imagined I'll be sitting in a in a in a in a space like this where I'm also part of the brainchild of it, you understand, and I'm I'm able to command such conversations. But if I was in my little corner as a conservator, I would still be leaving someone else's purpose, you know, not mine. So I started building passion and said, what is it that I like? What is it that I want to do?
0: That's a beautiful story. And and Londi, you mentioned something about, you know, having, um, when you get into the entertainment industry as an entertainer, a musician Mm -hmm. or 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 an actress, whatever the case is, you need to have something to fall back on. I don't necessarily agree with that philosophy or thinking, but... It obviously comes from somewhere in, in your case, especially when we look at issues of purpose and, and passion linked. How do, how does that relate to you?
6: Uh
2: for me, being in the entertainment industry, you need to stay relevant. And to stay relevant, obviously PR comes in and all of that. But I mean
0: is it do but you feel it's your purpose? I mean you, you To be in entertainment. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I feel like it is because everything that I do, even in my workspace whereby I do the clothing store, it's still part of entertainment because I sell my clothes through my brand of being an artist. So, it all works together. So, for me, it's still in line with my purpose of being an entertainer. It's all a journey. Yeah.
0: It's all a journey. Lisa, let's talk about it um, from your experiences as well, especially as a storyteller and somebody who deals with facts <laughs> that have to amount to something that we can understand um, you know, uh, whether
7: it's from a, a particular agenda or the other I mean, I'm, I'm not really sure your purpose has to be something you can monetize something that you can sort of sit there and say alright, I my purpose is to build large buildings and therefore this is what I'm going to do and then I'm going to sell it and it's going to like make all of the money, like Maybe the reason your purpose and your passion are sort of closely linked is because in your mind, you're like, I just want to be a good mom. How do I do that in a way that provides for my child and that I can do that? So if it means I do something that I hate, if it means I am a quantity of anyway, <laughs> but I get to come home and do the thing that I feel is my purpose, then that's the thing. I'm sort of fortunate enough to meet a lot of different people in a lot of different spaces. And in terms of purpose, you... It's a bit all over the place. Like, some people are in entertainment and doing the thing that they love and they feel it's their purpose and all that. And some people are living what they feel is their purpose, but it's not making them money. It's not doing things that, if you sort of projected it out or stuff, would, people would say, oh, you're so successful. But what about you? You. Me, yeah, and, and um. you've
0: been you've been you've been brilliant at at, at shutting us out, and I I I love it, and I and, and I also hate it. That's why, I,
5: that's,
7: <laughs> but that's I why. Them. you are in the line of work that you do. So I tell stories about others, exactly. and not myself. I mean, I mean, um.
0: uh, you know, um, you know, I think she, I think one of them spoke about um, I'm not sure if it was you discovering what it is that's still the purpose. You know, I'm not sure, but I'm carving it out as I go. I mean, you know, how, how does that work with you? I mean, where are you in that in that in that journey?
7: I mean, I. I agree with Bob Motusi here. I think, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I don't think you find, I'm 31. I don't think you find your purpose at 31. I think you look back in your life and you say, oh, that was what I was doing. It's like, write, saying you have your purpose for me now is like writing an autobiography. Like, sure, I have done some things, but I haven't lived enough of a life. Hold, hold that thought, hold that thought. Yusuf. Now you are at a hell
0: of an advantage because you've heard almost everyone in the room, right? Um, and I'll get to Paserca now, because I'm really curious. You two gentlemen have heard everything, um, in relation to everything you've heard, and just also bringing it back to you. When we
8: talk about purpose, how do you how do you see it in your in your own experience? So, I'm 36. I guess when I first started hearing people talking about purpose was probably like 10, 12 years ago. And it it was associated with this with like a concept of rightness, where like you're doing something which is almost like like almost like a moral rightness to that behavior, right? And I feel like in this conversation that's not what we're talking about. It actually more like we're talking about this a feeling. It's a feeling where the things that you care most about and the things that you enjoy are integrated. Mm-hmm. So like if you enjoy singing, if you enjoy I don't know, being on Instagram, if you enjoy design, if you enjoy everything that goes into that thing. And the outcomes of it, that when you it's almost like it's more like we're talking about flow and calling it purpose. And so like Kim Kardashian can have purpose. Everyone has purpose, but actually what you're talking about is like people who are just loving what they do. It wasn't your your purpose, it was your dad's. But actually like so I, I actually associate purpose more with like that that rightness of outcome. Whereas the thing it feels like we're talking about is this flow. And I don't think this one is right and one's wrong. I actually prefer the flow concept because I think it just speaks to people being happy. And that's where passion comes in. And I, I, like, I don't think you can fight that thing. I think it speaks to how you can do something great is when you are happy and when you are integrated and where everything you're doing really speaks to you. And for most humans, doing things for yourself and doing for, uh, things for others uh, are linked, right? When you're only doing stuff for yourself, it, it doesn't feel great. But so, and so for the most part, I think when you're in flow, you'll want to be doing things for other people as well. And so, like, it's generally a healthy state to be in. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
8: That's interesting.
0: Basek? Uh, How do you see it? Especially, um, yes, you've heard everyone and I I hope that didn't confuse your line of thinking um, because your
6: interpretation has got to be different to everyone. Maybe I'm wrong. How do you interpret it? Uh, So, for me, basically, I'm a guy that works with numbers, you know, like, uh, I like to get results, you know, I believe that if you act in a certain way, you're going to get a certain outcome and I'm, I'm a very logical person, right? And, and so, when you speak of purpose, it's, I feel like it's something that really cannot be measured, but you know it's there. You know, um, I remember watching this this um, movie, Pirates of the Caribbean, right? And they give this guy, Jack Sparrow, this this compass, and they say, it will point in the direction of what you want most. You must never be trade. And it's, it's that thing that you have, you're born with it, you know? And, and I guess, for me, it's like, is that one thing that remains consistent in everything that you do? I say, you can throw me in if I say like I introduce myself as a creative if you were to take me in a different environment I'm still able to be that creative if you take me somewhere else you know so I'm, I'm consistent it's that thing that consistently it's following me you know I just cannot go away from it no matter where you put me I'm going to be this creative that tries to change things the way that it so being a done. creative is almost your purpose is that am i understanding you yeah, yeah. correctly yes it, it would be that being consistent with it no matter where mm-hmm. i go and to show people different way of, of, of doing things that, that that would be my purpose you know and, and and what is the what what is the role of passion in all of
0: this because some of us you know and i use i just use that phrase loosely have found ourselves in certain positions some of us have worked towards being in a certain position. Some of us, you know, were pulled into or, or you know, callings or whatever you want to call it. So, you know, when it comes to to, to passion, I mean, where does passion fit in, in in all of this? One thing I've established about everyone in this room is that, you know, you you you're multi-talented, and I and I use that, you know, deliberately because, you know, you, you've displayed your ability to to be. You know, brilliant or experts in different fields of expertise and and so on. So, is is the passion in that? Is is that is that the passion? You know, being interested in every as much as 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 I can find and and suck in, or is it about finding something? You know, building it and then you know, giving birth to something else. Linda, how do you how do you get to a point where? You, you can identify. I mean, you, you spoke about the narrative of of changing the landscape of how things are in your particular field. I mean, how do you get to that point where you're able to use something that you're passionate about to to, to be effective in whatever you do?
9: To be effective professionally, holistically. I'm, I'm very, I'm very general. <laughs> okay. um, you kind of need to have passion to do what I do to have longevity. It's not, it's not for the. F- faint-hearted, and I use that passion as a driver. But like you said, it's driven by a lot of hard work. You don't just rock up and show up with passion and talent and ideas. So what do you rock up with then? You rock up with a freaking good business plan. You rock up with a great network. You rock up with authenticity because at the end of the day, I must say, one thing I'm not good at... um, and it's worked in my favor, is fake networking. So I'm that person who, and some of my biggest deals I've done or the favors I've gotten in life have been from being myself. I remember I was in London at this um, energy conference and there was this boring guy sitting next to me. He looked boring, right? Um, We started up this conversation and we were chatting and it, it was, that was, you know, like, I was getting to... And we're chatting about everything but work. And we're talking about kids and we're talking about life and everything. Turns out this guy literally owns one of Africa's largest energy companies and is probably the most influential people and could expand my network. But for me, it has to be authentic. You need to show up as your real self. Because if you're there, if also you're there and people see that you want something and you... um you're always constantly driven by what you can get at the end of the day, I think then that blocks your opportunities. So the purpose needs to be bigger than the you and the commercialization. Yes, I'm about capital. Yes, I'm about, you you must monetize. Otherwise, it's a hobby. It's not a business, okay? You must not just break even. You must make a profit. But at the same time, your only purpose cannot just be profit. So one of the things we do in our, in, in, our, um, in our company, the community is actually a shareholder. So for me, I was tired of the narrative where energy companies come into societies like mining companies, extract, leave, communities are left poor. Why? We can change that. Yeah.
0: Nick, I mean, you, you put it to us, um, you know, just how diverse you are in... In, in the line of work you do and the various business interests you have now i have to ask what passion means to you um as somebody who's who's dabbling in so many different things i
10: would say i'm driven by financial freedom because there's no true freedom in what we do without financial freedom and what, what would financial freedom be i mean financial <coughs> freedom it's uh, uh having resources that allows you to do something you know uh because if you look at what, where we come from or anything that we want to do, you find that you're passionate about something, you want to do something, but because you're lacking that financial freedom, you can't be out there. If, if you go with the fact that, um, okay, it's uh, uh, just purpose only, going back to uh, you know, hard work, there are people, they don't work hard. And, and yet, yet they still smart, make it. But they make it. So then
0: how do we look at that? And I'll, I'll bring the uh, Dimutusi in here because Yusuf mentioned the idea that purpose is just a word that we throw around. You also alluded to the fact that it's more about looking at things in retrospect. So how then do we make sense of, of one's journey? You know, what, what, what questions should we be asking so ourselves as to purpose. the why?
4: Yeah. Think of the word purpose. Right? What, what does purpose mean? if you don't refer it to human beings. That's the purpose of glass, It's to hold water. There's a utility, right? So where have you got the greatest utility? Where are you the most resourceful, the most useful? Because those things have been given to you to fulfill that mandate which you need, to fulfill given those things that you were holding when you were born, as you were told by my parents. Right.
0: I have to get Yusuf here because I know he's been soaking it in. I can I can see in his body language. I'm curious okay. to find out what your because you you did point out earlier about the idea of purpose and how you know everybody's just chucking this word around like it's a thing. Okay. So so in in the context of that, in the context of what's been said, as you've been gathering and soaking, what is your idea here? In I terms feel of like the thing that I said the first time
8: had potential, but it was a bit theoretical. So let me try to say something practical. Uh, <laughs> um but one thing i will say to your point of like young people listening or like people who are interested in what is this thing my experience is if you care about success and you care about enjoying your life the you give yourself your best chance of doing both if you are passionate about the thing if you love the thing if that love comes from deep if it just feels right if that feeling is right you give yourself the best chance of sticking in it of having longevity of of succeeding of being happy so whether you call it passion, you call it purpose, you call it flow, you call, whatever you call it, if you have that feeling that you love this thing that you're doing, you're giving yourself the best chance of happiness and success. And I think you should look for that as a young person, no matter what you're doing. Be honest with yourself about whether you feel that way about the thing you're doing because if you do, you're on a good path. As a starting point, that's a great starting point. Mm. Yeah. Marvin, you, you spoke something earlier on um, when we were talking
0: about the journey and you mentioned you know, the process of carving and, and getting to where you yeah. want to be. Um, is it, it? Has it been a scary process for you? Has it been comforting? Do you do you enjoy the process of, you know, building this thing as you go along? Some people prefer to know what is around the bend. I mean, you know, how, how does
1: it work with you? So I'll just add add on to Yusuf's uh, um, comment before I, I answer that question. And <clears throat> I would say as well, if we if we're putting out little gems of of wisdom. I don't know if this is a gem of wisdom, but what's something that I've seen is that some of the people who've contributed the most in the world have been people who've followed their curiosity. And through that has come purpose and passion. You might be eight years old and you think that, um, you know, a round ball is really interesting if you kick it in a certain way. Um, and you just keep on doing that because it 's you're really curious about what you could do if you kick this thing in a really interesting way, and all of a sudden you become one of the most talented people you find your passion your purpose through that. you might find that you know playing with lego um you know you keep on building, you keep on building you make interesting things and you and you end up you know building the skill set and, and and that confidence uh, then builds into your passion and purpose, and you become one of the best engineers in the world because you 've been doing this thing for so long but All it is, is really that you've just been following your curiosity.
0: Um, Before I hand over to Jez in just a moment, I think it's also very important for us to get a sense of the future, right? And I know there's been a lot of talk about retrospect and the journey that um, you've traveled and, and the road that you've walked on, but also the future, particularly for future challenges. I mean, what should a future challenger take away from a room full of people... Of the stature, you know what are the principles? What are the the elements that the pillars that a future challenger needs to take note of in their own journey? And I think I'd like to do that exercise almost as briefly as possible, but also as potent as possible. So if we can just go around the table, um, I'll start on my left. So
5: when, when we talk about pearls of wisdom, what what are some of those for you? Jez I think um, it's just one thing: always give back. I believe mentorship is the key to to actually creating a much more broader knowledge society. Mentorship. Yeah.
0: Nick, you have a future challenger sitting in front of you. You got to leave them with something. What is that?
10: Uh, the best lesson I can give them is to teach them how to fish, you know, on their own. Rather than me giving them, you know, everything that I've worked hard for, I rather donate my wealth <laughs> than giving it to them. So I rather say let's Let's empower them so that they understand um, how to stand on their own. Mm. you know, so even if we're no longer there, they'll be able to take sustain. it forward and sustain themselves. Yeah. Somewhere
0: out there, there's a young Londi,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and she wants to be something one day. so what do you what do you tell that that future challenger, Londi?
2: So for me, I feel like they should challenge themselves. Um, see beyond the power of social media because the millennials believe that social media get, has the power to achieve everything for them, like starting shops or whatever it may be. So for me, I feel like go to school, challenge yourself, and start something different.
7: I like that. Start something different. Yolise, not much. I would say that I'm um, first off, just start, just whatever it is that you think, just. Whatever you know, whatever you don't know, dive in. You'll figure it out as you go. And then the last thing would just be like, a high tide raises all ships. So don't try to get up by pushing someone else down. Everybody needs to eat. Like, let's eat with our friends. Because why do you want to sit at the table by yourself?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Power. Piers, there's a
0: a future challenger. And yeah, what do you say to them?
5: Do, Do something you love. And you know, love, love what you do and apply yourself, be passionate, um, have integrity, set your sights high. I remember something my mom would say. She would say, aim for the sky because you might reach the tree. You know? If you aim for the bush, you might never get off the ground. Mm-hmm. So, dream.
0: Proper. What do we yeah. say to the future challenger.
4: challenges? Yes. The young challenger, listen to me. <laughs> the young challenger, you must be grateful. Gratitude is the fuel that powers everything and everything. When you're not able to get up because your deals are not working out, if you're grateful, you'll wake up because you're grateful that you had a bed to sleep on and that you have a roof over your head. Be grateful and just be disciplined. Stay on the mission. Don't get distracted. Beautiful.
0: Abuti uh, Paseka. There are young challengers out there. You're probably going to meet them tomorrow, the day after and they want something from you because they see you as a success story.
6: So what do you say to, to a young challenger? I would say it's, you know, it's okay to, to dream big. You know? It's okay to be the challenger because I feel like for most challenges, uh, the thing is that you're always feeling alienated, like, you know, why am I, you know, dreaming this big and you feel alone and everything. So for me, to the young challenger out there, I'm saying, like, you know, there's more people like you. You know, and that it's okay to just dream big. Basically, yeah, go for it. Don't, don't doubt yourself. Sometimes you might doubt yourself, but just know that there are other people that are doing big things out there. So you're not alone. That's, that's the message for me, yeah.
1: Marvin, what's your word to a young challenger? Um, yeah, I'll definitely say follow your curiosity. Um, it'll lead you to very interesting places. And in following your curiosity in the, in, the, in the words of Steve Martin, the comedian, he'd say, just be so good that they can't ignore you. Sister Linda, what is your word to the young mavericks out there who also want to
0: change the status quo?
9: For me, it would be to enrich your mind and your eyes and your ears with what you want to become. Because you cannot become what you do not see or you have not seen. So you really need to um, find that person you admire or you look up to or that thing you want to become, right? Or it may not necessarily be the exact same model or it may not turn out the same way, but I think it's important to surround yourself with people who inspire you. And when Marvin earlier spoke on friendships and change and purpose and all of that, it, it hit a chord because I think it's also very important to know that sometimes the journey is yours alone. And along that road, you do lose people Mm -hmm. because your purpose is bigger than just yourself. So it may feel lonely, and I know this, um, where people cannot relate or you can't relate to people your age at at times because not many people understand the journey of entrepreneurship because it's a very lonely journey and um, it's important to be prepared for that psychologically. But do not lower your standard of worth and purpose to be around people that do not motivate you inspire you or challenge you um, because h- what you think and what you feed yourself is going to end up at the end of the day affecting how pro- how progressive you are that- that's what I've found, the more people I-, I surround myself that are aligned with my purpose, the better I dream, the bigger I dream mm. yeah,
0: sure. I'm going to take all of that
3: that's powerful <laughs>
0: Pearl, what do you tell a young challenger out there?
3: Sure, I think uh, let go of the ideas of what you think life should be and step out of the boxes that other people have put before you because those will limit you. If you are who you are authentically, people will buy into you. Mm -hmm. People buy into ideas, but they also buy into a character. And, And like Marvin said, if you remain curious, you fulfilling different parts of you that we all need to feed off from. So stay who you are authentically and and, and don't limit yourself. Be as versatile as as possible. Mm-hmm.
0: Yusuf, um, you're a challenger in the true sense of the word because even the thinking and the idea of you know what purpose is is something that you you briefly challenged, and I wish you could have said more. But you know, time is a real thing. So, in the context of all of that, what
8: you say to a young challenger? So I think the thing is just on this, like listening to what everyone's saying is there's not one thing, right? There's so many things to take into account. And I think the, the mo- one of the most important things is that you must be amazing at learning. And, and that's actually a defining thing for whether you're going to be effective. And so I, I think like what that actually means is like put yourself in a position where you can get as many lessons as possible, right? No matter... I don't think there's one answer. There's not one answer that you must get to the top of Everest or you must stay at the bottom. or There's not one way to live life. But get as many lessons as you can. Get in a space where there's there's lessons everywhere around you and you're taking a lot. Then you've got to get good at figuring out which which are good lessons and which are bad. And then you've got to get good at actually implementing them in your life because otherwise you just go through these cycles of realizing, I learned that five years ago, but I didn't implement. I learned it five years ago. And then keep looping and getting better at whatever you want to get better at you know what i mean so that's what what i would say just get great at that get uh, great at learning um it's been a
0: really incredible experience um and i've been a student in this room and it feels good and uh i've been reminded of the power of having sessions like this and You know, let's encourage such sessions. You know, beyond, (laughs) beyond, (laughs) beyond beyond, this, this, uh,
1: you know, this uh, whiskey bar in in
0: the skyline of Johannesburg. (laughs) I think it's really important Um, for me, and and I like what Yusuf said. You know, the you know the, the idea of learning, that has always been my thing, and I feel it is so empowering to expose yourself to as many ideas, as many concepts as possible, as many fields of study as possible. Um, And if you have that, just that natural inclination to always want to ask more and discover more, there's no telling how far you can go with anything. I always say no information is useless. No experience is for no reason. No matter how much I know, I'm just a student. And it's moments like these that that really just remind me of such. And um, I think um, it's been very fulfilling for me, certainly, today. And I appreciate um, the experience. So thank you very much um, to Glenn Felich as well. I think um, it's been a genuine you know, um, experience of, of great interest for me. And I hope it's been the same for everyone in the room. On that note, thank you very much for tonight. It's been fantastic. Thank you. Too. Thank you for listening to the Glenn Fedich Challenges Club podcast. Join us next week when we'll be talking about time and the role of patience and commitment. You can join us in the Glen Fiddich Challenges Club by simply tagging at Glenn SA plus someone you believe is at the top of their game. Hashtag Challenges Club. Brought to you by Glenn the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey. Drink responsibly, not for persons under the age of 18.